and welcome to the first Urban Herbalist podcast. I decided to start a podcast to get the message of herbal medicine and natural remedies out to people who normally wouldn't think of using that type of medicine or for their own wellness on a daily basis. And in today's podcast, I'm being joined by Brett, who is my BFF and cohort in herbal medicine. I am the owner of Urban Herbalist. Uh, a little bit about my background. I've been working, uh, well, in the technical field for 27 years, but my passion for the last 25 has been natural medicine, and it started with migraines that I didn't want to take prescriptions for, so I started taking Feverfew. And that combined with acupuncture got rid of my migraines, but it also sparked my interest in aromatherapy, herbs, natural medicine, and I've been studying that for 25 years. I'm a certified aromatherapist and a certified master herbalist. And Brett, how about you? Well, my name is Brett, and I have been a um, astrologer and herbalist for uh, quite some time. I began my journey in natural health in around 2006 when I was going through some health issues of my own um, and going to the doctor kind of left me with no uh, no solution it was like well you know you can suffer with it um, or you can you know or you can you know take this medicine and that just wasn't a good answer for me so I decided to research and you know kind of dive into natural medicine at that time because I'm like, well, there has to be another way. Um, so I started my formal education at Clayton College of Natural Health, and then I am currently enrolled in the program at Heart of Herbs uh, Herbal School to complete and formalize my education as a certified master herbalist as well. Um, yeah, and that is, um, that's, Kind of why we're here today is to uh, kind of discuss how to, you know, like how, um, and that's why we're here to discuss, you know, how to bring natural medicine to the mainstream. So I am here um, with Bonnie and let's get started. Okay, what prompted this was a dear loved one of mine was diagnosed with a disease. And while she was working with her doctor for her treatment options, she also messaged me asking, you know, what other natural remedies are out there for her. And being the type of person that I am, I had 15 herbal books out, and I found about 20-some herbs that would help her. And then I was going to make tea blends for her, and I'm like, well, she's not going to drink all this tea. There's no way she's going to drink all this tea. And I didn't have tinctures made. So I thought, well, you know, I'll just get a little one of those little capsule machines and I'll powder the herbs and make capsules for her. Well, she went to her doctor, got her treatment options, and I did make her a tea, but she's all on her road to healing now. And then I came across a podcast by a well-known legendary herbalist, Susan Weed. And in this podcast, she was talking about herbs in capsule form. Now, the podcast was actually about herb and drug interactions. And the 
problems with some herbs is when they you take them in capsule form. Your body is meant to see the herb as a food. Herbs are food, plants are food. And when you take it in a capsule form, it totally bypasses the mouth and the digestive enzymes and the messages to the brain that would see it as food and prepare your body to digest all of the herb. So the capsule goes down to your stomach and you don't get any benefits from it. And that led me to thinking when I would discuss herbs and natural medicine with, you know, people I work with, you know, they see me as I'm the, I'm the weirdo night shifter that does all this weird stuff. So one of my coworkers, I had asked him if he'd ever tried herbs and he said, well, I had and they didn't work. And then I thought, well, this is a normie. So what do normies do? No offense to anybody out there that's not familiar with this. I'm sorry. I just call you normies because you're normal. I'm not. But people go into a big box store or a chain pharmacy, look for herbs, and all you see are capsules. They're all in capsule forms. So if you're taking an herb and it's in a capsule form, your body's not getting all the nutrients from it and the active constituents that you would need to heal. I think that's where people are really turned off by natural medicine and taking herbs. And also people don't see necessary medicine either. So we're trying to bring this to the mainstream. And I, of course, I listened to this podcast and I had all these light bulbs going off. So I shared it with Brett, like I always do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Brett, what do you have to say? Um, you know, I was blown away by the podcast because I was also one of those people for a long period of time who take herbal supplements by pill and switching over and becoming more familiarized with them in their natural state. There is a very distinct difference with how your body handles it. Um, and there's a very distinct difference with how your body processes it, how you feel and how effective it really is. And what really struck me about the podcast was when she said that the only interactions that were present in an herb was when it was used in capsule form. And she made the, um, she made the example of ephedra, you know, or mahuang, as it's been used in China for thousands of years and is also used in um, is also used in Utah as Mormon tea. Now, it's been taken in tea form. It's been taken in extract form for, you know, hundreds of years here and thousands of years in China. But the only time that there were ever reported deaths or instances of interactions was when the body perceived it as a drug. And that to me was mind-blowing. You know, because any herbal book you read, it'll tell you, don't use this with this because it will change the effectiveness. Don't use this with this because it will do this. And those are only cases where individual constituents were used in pill form. And so uh, that is what people, that is what people associate herbal medicine with. And I think changing people's perspective to, you know, looking at it from a whole plant perspective is really where the key to health is. 
Um, and so, yeah, I, I thought it was very eye-opening and I thought it was very mind-blowing. Um, totally changed my perception on um, how I look at medicine and how I look at um, and how I look at like the nutritive qualities of herbs, you know, and I've always been a person who kind of subscribes to let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food, you know, because it is the simple stuff that you ingest that your body will take the nutrients from. But I didn't realize um, or I at least didn't make the correlation until it was laid out for me. Boom, right there. You have to taste it. You know, you have the specific taste receptors for the bitter herbs and it triggers your pancreas and your liver to secrete the proper enzymes to process that and to get all the nutrients out of it and to metabolize the active constituents that can be isolated. You know, and that um, that I think is uh, the missing. And it definitely is. And you get the reports from mainstream news, mainstream media about how, oh, this herb is dangerous mm -hmm. and that herb is dangerous. And it scares people. It scares people away from the natural medicine. And the, all of these interactions, all these negative interactions happen when someone takes it in capsule form. Mm -hmm. So we have to get back. You know, if you go back to the Middle Ages when all they had was herbal medicine. You didn't have somebody sitting there with a little plastic capsule thing making all these little capsules. Right. No, they worked with the pole plants. Mm -hmm. And one of the simplest and most effective and efficient ways is to make an infusion, which is well, basically the fancy word for making a tea. Mm -hmm. And with roots, you have to make a decoction, which is nothing more than taking it, boiling it, straining it, and then drinking it as, as a tea. And that's the way... Brett and I have taken our herbs for a long time. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the last time I bought a supplement in capsule form. Right. Very rarely do I buy supplements in capsule forms. Um, and after listening to this podcast, I actually am going to change to not buying my supplements in capsule forms. Occasionally, I would buy like a mushroom complex or something like that. Um, but again, with that mushroom, you need to be able to taste it. You need to be able to tell your body to process it, how it should be processed. And, um, but most of the time I would say, yes, we do definitely lean towards, um, us as herbalists, definitely lean towards using the raw foods as, you know, foods like in the case of dandelion greens, adding them to a salad or, you know, chickweed, you know, things like that, adding them to salads in raw form or, um, simple infusions um, or stronger extractions, you know, because it makes everything more bioavailable for you to process. And some of my favorite remedies are food. If I'm coming down with a cold or have any congestion, my first go-to is garlic. And I'll get fresh garlic, I'll chop it up, pour honey over it, let it sit for an hour or two, and then mm -hmm. I would just eat it, eat a spoonful every half hour <clears> to an hour. And say about a couple months ago, I felt a little chest congestion coming on, and I boiled an onion. And I made an onion poultice, which is basically you boil the onion, you mash it up, you wrap it in some cotton, and then I left it on my chest. And I was fine within a couple hours. I have problems with 
pleurisy every now and then. I had it first when I was 19, and once you get pleurisy, it's easy to get it again. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very painful, but all it is, it's the inflammation of the lining of the lung. And I keep pleurisy root, so when I do feel the pain starting, I can go right into my stock room and get the herbs I need, boil up a tea, and it goes away right away. But that's not how most people see things. Most people see, well, I'm getting sick. I need to run to Walgreens and get uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, something that will just add, for lack of a better word, poison to your body. Take care of the symptoms, but not take care of the underlying cause. And a lot of people will wait until they're full-blown sick. Uh, what I suggest to people is do a daily check. When you get up in the morning, does something feel funky? If something feels funky, well, then it's time to take a tea, time to take a tincture, at least in my house. But most people don't have that available. So I want to get the word out to people. Don't be afraid of herbal medicine. If you have an interest, don't go to Walmart and grab a supplement. There's also been studies where some of those supplements were actually all herbs. Some of them had fillers in them. Now, I don't know what specific right. brands, and I'm not going to say any brands because I, I really don't know off the top of my head, but you don't know what you're getting. Exactly. And I think the problem is, is that because a lot of the herbs, because there haven't been a lot of FDA studies done on them, or there haven't been enough FDA studies to um, look at the effectiveness of it, they're not regulated the same way that normal medicines um, or drugs are. Um, so I do think that that causes a problem, and I think that that makes people very hesitant to um, engage in that. But um, there is nothing better for preventative care than herbal medicine because it tonifies your whole body. You know, each um, raw and, you know, what we call crude, right? Every crude preparation, crude botanical, um, is nutritive and supportive to the whole system. Um, and that is really what we have to focus on now because um, our medical system is kind of controlled by the insurance agencies, right? They don't have the medical training. All they have is formula, right? Like, this does this, you have this, now take this pill, right? They don't look at the whole system anymore. Like, it's a system of medicine that's known as heroic medicine because it literally just goes in there. Like, I'm the hero. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix this problem. But it doesn't look at the system as a whole, you know? So in fixing one problem, you end up creating other problems, so looking at the body holistically and getting back to nature and kind of getting back to your own, you know, natural state of being is, you know, what motivates us to educate and what motivates us to talk about this, you know, because it's so important and it's kind of information that still is, you know, it's information that's slowly getting lost over time um, due to convenience or due to, you know, just lack of education or lack of exposure. So we kind of want to turn the light on it. We want to expose it. Definitely. I mean, I grew up in a house where herbal medicine was for hippies, and we're not hippies. But it's not. Herbal medicine can benefit everybody. And it's not just when you have an illness or when you have, you know, something's not feeling right. 
You can take nourishing herbal infusions every day safely and they will help to keep the body healthy. There are nourishing herbs, tonifying herbs, mm -hmm. adaptogens. Uh, she used an example in a podcast I heard, Hawthorne. Mm -hmm. And Hawthorne can help you regulate blood pressure. If you take a drug for blood pressure to lower it, it's going to lower that blood pressure no matter where it is. Right. Hawthorne is adaptogenic and mm -hmm. it will help regulate your blood pressure, whether it's too high or too low. It'll work with your body. Herbs are synergistic, they're holistic, and they're meant to work with the whole body. Right. And cayenne pepper is the same way, too. Like taking cayenne pepper for blood pressure will normalize the flow of blood in your system. So if you have low blood pressure, it will bring it up. Or if you have high blood pressure, it will bring it down. So herbs work with you and they work with how your body needs them to work. And the only way for that to really happen is in order for you to taste and feel and for your body to get to know that plant. Um, so they can be used, I mean, herbs can be used tonifying and they can be used in tonics and they can also in certain cases be used in, um, in you know, kind of trauma and ER situations. Um, not saying that you should do that, right? Because we're not qualified medical professionals, but there are cases where you can use some herbs to handle trauma or to handle major injuries or major wound care. But it's about educating and it's about, you know, it's about educating yourself and preparing yourself in case you're in a situation where, you know, the, the situation calls for that. And think today's society, we put too much emphasis in having the doctors take care of our health. When in reality, it's our job to take care of our health. It's our job to eat a healthy diet and take care of our bodies and get the exercise that we need. It's not the doctor's job. The doctor's there to fix if there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. But as far as maintaining wellness, that's on us. And we as a society are so uneducated and so far removed from natural health that we're sitting, we'll sit in the McDonald's drive-through and I'm guilty of it. I've, I've eaten fast food for years. I've stopped, <laughs> but you know, we'll go to fast food. We won't pay attention to what we're feeding our bodies and at year after year doing that, there's going to be problems. So we need to take the responsibility back to ourselves for taking care of our own health. Because the healthier we are, the better immunity we have, and the, the better we can handle when something does go wrong, when there's an illness. Right. Nobody knows our body better than we do. So I think it's our responsibility as humans to be our own advocates. Because you think of it this way, a doctor sees, you know, X number of hundred patients, you know, during the course of a week, we're just a number. You know, we're just a set of numbers in a chart. So, but we know our bodies and we live in our bodies on a daily basis. So we should have the education to take care of them. And another thing I have to question, uh, years ago, I was about 19 years old, I worked in a hospital and I had a cold. And one of the nurses said, well, we've got samples of this drug here. Why don't you take this drug? Okay, so there's samples of drugs in the hospitals. So... Are doctors being paid extra for every prescription that they write? Um, 
I was listening to another Susan Weed podcast, and she mentioned that uh, she knew of an OBGYN who would send women in for mammograms, and evidently the doctor gets paid by the number of people. It directly affects their pay, the number of people they go in for mammograms. Now, I'm not, not a doctor. I'm not, not a medical professional. I'm not giving any advice. But I'm just pointing out that there is some level of control over the medical professions by people who are not medical professionals. So it's even more important for us to take control over our own health and wellness so that we don't have this, you know, instances, so many instances of illnesses. And we need to take more control so that we can avoid some disease. And I watched my mother go through a year of chemo and radiation and surgery for breast cancer. Just, and she ended up dying in the end, but I watched her deteriorate to such an extent that I, I was just mortified. And it doesn't have to be that way. And I understand back when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s, we didn't have the access to the information about what is good and bad for us like we have now. She would, you know, drink diet soda. We all, we know now that all those artificial sweeteners are horrible for you mm -hmm. and will lead to cancer. <clears throat> we also grew up on white bread, white sugar. Well, we know now that that also isn't good for you and can cause inflammation in the body. And inflammation in the body is the root of many diseases that we encounter. And we have control over that. It's, we have 100% control over that, over what we eat. You know, a lot of type 2 diabetes can be prevented with diet. So that's why we're doing this podcast now. And we're going to continue doing podcasts to introduce you to some dietary tips that we've learned over the years. Herbal tips that you can use to help stay healthy. And um, again, a disclaimer, we're not medical professionals. Uh, we are, this is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any diseases. What we are doing here with the podcast is just encouraging people to seek out ways to stay healthy, ways to promote wellness, and to take control of their wellness so that illness doesn't happen as often. Yeah, we're definitely here to um, help you we're here to help you see the alternative, right? Like they call this the alternative medicine, but you know, really we're here to help you see how this can be a complement to what you're already doing. Do you have to throw out all your prescriptions? No. Do you have to, you know, stop seeing your doctor? No, but this is also a way for us to educate you so that you can use this in coordination and in you know in harmony with you know what you're already doing because this is something that can be added and this is something that can be minorly adjusted in your life to make huge differences you know i can speak from my own personal experience i had to go through hormone replacement therapy when i was in my late 20s early 30s i was on high blood pressure medicine I was on, you know, anti-anxiety medicine, antidepressants, all that stuff. And through simple techniques, 
I am now in my going in mid 40s and I am medicine free. I am drug free and I still go to a doctor. I still have my numbers checked. I still have my, you know, I still do my yearly exams, you know, things like that. I still follow that protocol, but I'm prescription free and it's not impossible. And we wanted to open up that door in case you're interested. And also, if you're on a prescription, work with your doctor. Say, um, go to them. If there's an herb you'd like to try, uh, talk to them about it. And if the doctor gives you okay, they can monitor your blood work or whatever kind of work you need for the prescription. And maybe, hopefully, eventually, you can reduce the amount you take or Absolutely. go off it completely. But we definitely recommend working with your doctor if you are already under the care or taking a prescription for something. Because we'd want you to do it safely. But you do have options or alternatives out there, and we want to promote wellness as much as we possibly can and get back to nature, get back to our roots um, and how our ancestors handled health care. Absolutely, because a lot of times, you know, going back to our ancestors, they didn't have that access. You know, they didn't have the access of, you know, the ER or an ambulance or you know, hospitals or anything like that. So yeah, sometimes health is as easy as getting your hands in the dirt and doing it yourself and taking responsibility. And I think there's no greater reward than seeing the result of that. And also raising a generation that knows about herbal medicine. I have three children, they're all in their 20s now. And if something, if they're not feeling right, they'll come to me first and if it's something i can help them with i will but they are not afraid to drink an herb tea they're not afraid to eat garlic or onions or anything i, I suggest that they do they'll try it and obviously if it's something out of my scope i will send them to the doctor because you know some things i can't do but a lot of but they are willing to try different things so well do you have anything else any last thoughts um, no, no, I, I, I think we covered it. I think we're setting the stage and I think we're ready to go. Okay. So if, uh, we'll be doing more podcasts, I'm hoping to do one weekly. If there are any topics that you would like us to address, you can feel free to email me at urbanherbalist at yahoo.com. That's H-E-R-B-A-N-H-E-R-B-A-L-I-S-T at yahoo.com. And I also have a website, urbanherbalist.com where you can find my information and any products that I make. I do more than herbs. In fact, a lot of my sales is candles. <laughs> and Brett, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at www.oraclebrett.com. Um, I offer uh, readings, consultations, herbal consultations, astrological consultations, um, along with uh, mediumship and other spiritual services. Uh, you can find me there. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever your social media may lead you. Um, I am there under Oracle Brett or the Unassuming Oracle. And also, just as a last side note, we will address herbs as far as energy work, too. Because herbs are not just good for your physical body. They are good for your aura and for your energy, mm -hmm. for cleansing your house, and many, many more things. So we will definitely be addressing those topics as well in the future. So. 
Absolutely. Everything has a soul and herbs, plants, medicine, food, it is no different. So thank you for tuning in and we'll post when we have another one out. And if you have questions, feel free to contact us. Thank you for joining us in our very first podcast.